Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. Back on the campus of Missouri Western State University for the first day of full team practice. And after practice was over, we got to hear from Chiefs owner Clark Hunt, head coach Andy Reid, safety Tyron Matthew, and offensive lineman Joe Tooney. So we'll listen to Clark Hunt and Andy Reid. We'll take a quick break and then you'll get to hear from the players. But first up, here is the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, Clark Hunt. First of all, let me just say that it's great to be back here in St. Joe at Missouri Western, um, talking to both players and coaches out on the field. Uh, one after another commented how this really feels like training camp, and uh, this is where we need to be to get the 2021 season kicked off. Uh, we obviously accomplished some things last year, but we came up uh, a little bit short at the end. Uh, that's all in the past now, and we're, we're looking forward to 2021. Uh, we've got a great group of both veteran and rookie players uh, who are excited to take on the challenge of trying to get back to the Super Bowl. And with that, I'll turn it over to you. Good, thanks. Hey, I wanted to ask you about Pat. Uh, the Super Bowl after was sort of the biggest disappointment of his pro career, at least. I'm wondering, do you have any, did you see anything from him that would indicate one way or the other how he might respond to that this year? Yeah, but knowing Pat like I do, I, I think he's going to take the disappointment of the Super Bowl and raise his game to another level. Uh, he obviously had the rehab that he was working through in the offseason, uh, but he was there for every OTA, um, really uh, was 100% available during the OTAs. And I know he was eager to, to get here and get camp going because he's looking forward to getting back on the field. He, just that type of mentality, the type of competitor he is, I think he'll use the experience and be better for it. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm great. Um, you were standing there and you heard Andy Reid mention Tyron Matthew in this contract situation saying, I just want to play football. But for you as an owner, what, what does that mean to you when you hear Matthew state that, knowing that the contract isn't at the foremost of this line? Well, Tyron's the ultimate professional and really has been his entire career in the league and, and definitely during his couple of years with, with us. Um, I, I know he's going to be at his very best this year. Um, I, I've heard Tyron say that he would like to uh, extend his career in Kansas City, and we feel the same way about that. Hopefully that, that'll work out. The timing's obviously uncertain. Uh, I know uh, the legal process is ongoing with the Britt Reed uh, situation, but uh, so there's probably not a lot you can say on that. But uh, when it comes to hiring coaches, how involved are you in that, the staff that's around, you know, maybe even scouts and those kinds of things? How, how, many, how many conversations do you have with Brett and, and Andy specifically about those individuals and, and maybe vetting the background? Yeah. Well, philosophically, I, I let the leaders within our organization hire their staffs, uh, whether that's Mark Donovan on the business side, uh, Brett with the scouting staff, or Andy with his coaching staff. Uh, that's something that's really up to them. Uh, I'm obviously aware of who they're hiring, but I let them make the decisions. Dave, uh, have you, Andy said he had a chance to talk to Frank about his incident in L.A. Have you had a chance to talk to Frank, and how is the team sort of addressing the situation yeah, I, I've not had a chance uh, to speak to Frank about it. Uh, there's obviously a legal process there. Uh, at some point, the NFL may may get involved as well. Uh, we'll cooperate with the league on whatever they need. Here, Clark, when it comes to mental health, you know, it's been obviously a big topic recently, especially with Miles. 
what are you guys doing to try to help make sure that as staff that you're getting younger and younger, you may not have to do with social media and everything, make sure they stay on focus and, and make sure that you guys do the best you can to keep them in their space. Yeah, that's been a real focus of the league over the last five to ten years. Um, and in fact, it, it led to a requirement that teams have the appropriate resources, uh, both internally and externally. Uh, heard Coach Reed uh, mentioned Dr. T, uh, who we brought on a couple of years ago. Uh, he's a great internal resource for our players. And it, it is something I think we have to be more cognizant of as an organization than maybe uh, 10 or 20 years ago. You guys are back in St. Joe this year, obviously, after not having an opportunity to be here. What do you think the team gains energy-wise from getting away from Kansas City being up here for the month? Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of the guys you know, talk about uh, what they believe they gain by being here as a team, and, it, and it's basically the bonding experience that you, you have at training camp. Um, you can obviously get the work in uh, just as easily in Kansas City as you can here, but you can't replace spending three weeks in a dormitory, eating all your meals together. I think that's really valuable for bringing a team together. And we have a number of new players the, this year, uh, particularly on the offensive line. And so I think the chance to be here at camp is really going to benefit that unit and the entire team. When you look in your crystal ball, can you predict what it's going to be like? Are we going to be able to pack the stadium in Kansas City? I know it might be different in other areas. Yeah, well, something that I've learned over the last 18 months is it's very dangerous to try to look into the crystal ball because things change very fast, and we're, we're seeing that right now. We're definitely planning on having 100% capacity at uh, GEH Field uh, this fall. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is a dynamic process, and we'll work with the, the health director in Kansas City like we did last year. Uh, Clark, uh, Ron Rivera expressed uh, disappointment in the number of vaccinated players he had. Uh, you guys have already cleared the threshold and, and seem to be one of the more uh, forward on that process. I know you just said when I asked the other question about letting your leaders do that role, but you're their leader, right? What, what was your message to Andy and Brett and, and uh, Mark Donovan about how you wanted to approach uh, vaccination side of things and having the success you seemingly got? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, first I want to say, at the end of the day, it's an individual's decision as to whether they want to be vaccinated. Uh, obviously, the NFL, working in conjunction with the Players Association, has come up with protocols, and they're different for vaccinated and unvaccinated players. And there's no doubt that it will help the teams that have higher vaccination rates. I think your, your chances of maybe losing key players or losing position groups uh, throughout the season will be diminished. Uh, at the end of the day, it was really a function of our team leaders. Uh, not so much uh, the coaching staff or, or Brett Veach, but uh, you know Patrick Mahomes and the other leaders on the team encouraging their teammates to get vaccinated. I think that's why we have such a high vaccination rate. Last one, man. Uh, Clark, you mentioned the excitement about being back up here in St. Joe and fans that come up here. It's not necessarily the same. There's also the new burn on the hill over there where they can uh, watch practice at a better vantage point. Uh, how exciting is it not just to have the fans back but to provide a more enhanced experience in that way? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say we really appreciate the enhancements uh, that Missouri Western uh, has made over the last couple of years in anticipation of us coming coming back for training camp. And this berm uh, is is one of those. And uh, I know the, the the players and coaches appreciate the work that was done in in the dorm dormitories as well. And it's so great to be able to have our fans back at training camp. 
Um, I can think back to you know my experience as a kid coming to training camp with with my dad, just how special that is. And so it was great to see you know somewhere between three and four thousand of our season ticket holders here today enjoying train, training camp and. Uh, uh, as I said earlier about uh, the games this fall, hopefully we're going to be able to be at 100% uh, when, when we get back to GH Field. All right, thank you. Welcome back. Um, all right, as far as injuries go, uh, we got a couple of COVIDs here. So Darwin Thompson and uh, Winchester, they're both in the COVID protocol. We'll just see how they finish up here. Malik Herring has uh, the ACL, Nick Kaiser, back spasms. Kyle Long with the tibia, making good progress. Um, and that's it. Um, Hitch tweaked his hamstring just a little bit today. Good to get the guys back, man. They had great energy. And um, we look forward to working with all the new guys up here, a little more condensed work and, um, and media schedule. So with that, time's yours. Andy, um, you mentioned Kyle Long. Um, do you anticipate him being able to work before you guys leave here? Which probably going to have to wait until... Yeah, probably, probably when we get back um, at some point. We'll just see how he does here. Um, very similar to what uh, Sorensen had a couple years ago in camp. Hey, Coach. Hey, Coach. Um, how did you handle the heat today? I mean, first day, everybody's trying to get acclimated. Anything special you guys did? Yeah, so listen, our trainers do a great job. Make sure the guys are hydrated. They test them prior to and... And after they, and then we continue to give them water breaks during practice. Um, and even if it's in between, even if it's during a series, you know, we get to X number of plays, guys, they'll run in and give them a little water. So it's realizing, realizing it's the first day. Um, what did Trey Smith show you in the offseason to earn in his first practice today? Yeah, well, it was consistency. I mean, he, he had done a nice job. I mean, not that it's 100% perfect, um, young guy, but um, he showed enough to legitimately be in that position for right now. And then he's got to compete. So we'll see how all that goes when we get the pads up. Sir, I, I, yes, sir. We just had in the Olympics a uh, young lady who's like very talented. The pressure got to her. You know, you guys have now set such an expectation back-to-back -back Super Bowls, two straight conference championships. Do you notice that? Is that something you have to focus on differently because of the pressure that's on you guys with all your passing time? Yeah, so I, well, listen, the league does a great job of talking about that with us. Uh, they've got films that we went through yesterday with it, actually. Um, <clears throat> and then we keep a close eye on it. We've got Dr. T here, who, who's full-time staff, and um, he meets with every player uh, throughout the year. So, and, and his door is always open. So we, we keep that. Uh, nobody's too big uh, not to step up and, and say, listen, i got a problem. We, we've all got them. My hat goes off to, the, to that young lady, man. She's a she's a beast, a stud, absolutely. So and she'll she'll be better for it when it's all said and done, and that's the most important thing. Oh, we'll go Herbie real quick. Hey, coach, two questions here about one of your former players and one of your assistant coaches, Eugene Chung. What was your reaction to the first question? What was the, your reaction to all the news about him being allegedly told he's not the right minority? Yeah. So listen, I'm a big Eugene Chung fan. So um, I think he's brilliant. And he's a good football coach. He did a nice job of helping Doug uh, get a Super Bowl trophy. Um, and, and so, um, and he's real. I mean, he's going to say uh, what he says. And we're, it's that, you know, we're, we're in this right now. And we've got to get, we got to get through it. And everybody's got to uh, pick it up together. So there's been a lot on, um, you know, on the topic of racism. And, 
And uh, I always feel blessed to be in the National Football League where it doesn't matter. You come together and you play. And um, I'd probably say the next thing uh, like that is war. I mean, you really don't care who's in the foxhole. You're just going to make sure that you guys are all working together uh, for a cause. And that's what we need to get um, as a country. And I think that's probably what Eugene was saying. Listen, let's just bring it together. It doesn't matter what color you are. Um, let's bring it together. We all have our issues. And, uh, but let's, let, let's work through it. My second question, Coach. Uh, Reference Chung, I had a chance to talk to him on Monday. And he said that uh, he, To who? I'm sorry. To Eugene. Yeah. And he had mentioned that he had heard from a few head coaches around the league, and he specifically mentioned you. Uh, you offered him some support. Why was it important for you to reach out to him in light of all this? No, well, Eugene's one of my guys. I mean, I've talk, I've, Eugene played for me and, and uh, coached for me, and, um, and so we talk all the time. And it's not always about that. I mean, that's one of the things we talk about. But listen, he, he was uh, put on the spot a bit out there, and he, he said what he said, and <clears throat> he was real with it. And, and so, um, you, you know, people take different sides and how they approach it. But I think he's bringing light to it, and, and uh, that can be positive in the long haul. Okay, we're going to just go around the room here. So I got the people who do that. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, coach, spoke with Orlando a few days ago. He said in the offseason he was watching film of guys like King Dunlap, Trey Thomas, John Runyon, guys who've coached years yep. ago. Uh, what's that mean to you when you hear that? Yeah, well, he, he loves the game. And so he goes back and he studies. It's impressive to do that. Uh, but it gives him an idea of how we, how we roll here. And uh, he's blessed to have a, a great coach in Andy Heck who played 14 years in the National Football League. So he's got that firsthand experience at his position. So um, he, he's, in a, he's in a good spot right now. He knows that, and he's willing to work. That's what it tells me. He's willing to cover cover all the bases as he goes. Nate, Andy, you got some new guys on the defense. Just what do you want to see these first few days, even before you put the pads on? Yeah, you know what, Nate? Defense, often, as a team, we got to come together, right? That's, what we, that's why we're up here. And we've got new faces. Uh, that's what's so unique about the national football. Every year is different. Uh, and so you, you, you build this thing. This is the foundation of it. And you kind of work work from here. So I expect to see that from the defensive side, just uh, just like the offensive side. Let's uh, get to know each other, know the man next to you, know his job and responsibility and everybody else's job and responsibility, and most of all, your job and responsibility. Let's go play. Yeah, so yeah, Willie, he, it's just what you said. He's more comfortable in the defense, the scheme. He's worked very hard at that. So um, we look for good things from Willie. Coach, last year, your offense went top of the league in almost every category, but two, rushing and red zone. How are those two in your mind related, and what's the key to this season to both of those metrics? Yeah, there are a bunch of areas we can get better at. Um, uh, I mean, those are a couple of spots that we can work on, uh, which we have in the offseason. We'll continue to do that here. So um, do they work hand-in-hand? Well, balance, you know, uh, being able to do either or when you want to do them against uh, whatever mismatch that you can create is the important thing. Neil. <coughs> Coach, I remember one year you said every year is different. Every year is different. When you come out day one this year, what were you looking for? What did you want to see from this team? What did you see? Yeah, well, you want to see execution, especially when you before you get pads on. One install is in. Um, let's see. Let's see execution. Whether it's the shifts, the motions, the snap count. Let's see that. Let's make sure we're not going backwards and we're going forward. Let's stay on side on the defensive side when the snap count's a little bit longer than the first sound. So. Um, and then assignment football on the back end.
Andy, along those lines, is there a portion of camp you're looking forward to this year? Maybe a drill, maybe a tradition you're getting back to this year that you didn't weren't able to do last year? I always get fired up with the seven-man sled, breaking it out, first day of pads, a little old-school football, and, and then we go from there. Adam. Andy, what, if anything, have you seen from Nicole Hardman that would lead you to believe he's ready for a bigger workload, if that's what you guys choose to do with Yeah, the yeah I like McColl's work that he put in this offseason, the way he handled himself. I like the way he came out today and what he did here. I, you know, I look for good things from him. And I'm not sure how much you can judge this based on one day, but the mentality that the team has as a whole, I mean, do you want sort of consistency, or does every group sort of take on it its own life? Well, no, I mean, you want consistency. I mean, that's, if you're, if you're taking steps back, that's a problem. So you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. That's, uh, that becomes a problem. Do you notice that with this group, the similar mentality that they came into camp with last year? Yeah, the, yes, I do. I mean, there's a, there's a certain foundation that's been built over time here, and you bank on that, yeah. So Coach, kind of a follow-up to what Adam asked about Nicole Hartman. When he spoke to the media a couple days ago, he was talking about the work he did, but he, he said that he didn't get a chance to sync up with Patrick Mahomes, that kind of a buzz with the fans. How, how important is it, or, or maybe is it overrated, the idea of those guys getting those reps in the offseason where they go work together? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's important. He'll keep getting better as he goes here. This will be a big camp for him, so, yeah. Last one, Nate. Uh, Tyron Matthews entering the final year of his deal. Contract negotiations, I'm sure, are happening right now. Just what are you trying to tell Tyron about this season and obviously the future beyond. Yeah, he knows. He, he said it when he came here. <clears throat> I just want to play. And that's where he's at. He loves it here. He just wants to play. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Coach. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You just heard from Clark Hunt and Andy Reid, and now we continue on with Chief Safety Tyron Matthew, followed by offensive lineman Joe Tooney. Here's Tyron. Good, good. Um, your contract situation, obviously, that's going to be a big question here, but how disappointed or, or how surprised are you it wasn't done before the start of camp? Not disappointed at all. Um, you know, I think most people that know me, they know I love to play football. Um, so I have another chance to do that. So it's all about my teammates. Uh, it's all about the guys around me. Um, and just me continuing trying to be the person that I am. So, and not letting anything outside of that kind of influence, you know, how I operate day to day. Your Tyron, what was today like? In the heat, getting the full team back together, feeling like you guys could 
able no, to do was a whole lot more than I mean, it was a great day. You know, it's the first day, uh, so you got to work through some things. Um, but, I mean, it, it's a blessing, you know, uh, to, to be out here, you know, especially back in front of our fans, um, you know, to, to be able to interact with each other, sit with each other, you know, at, at the lunch table. Um, I think camp is extremely important, so um, I think we're off to a good start. Uh, Who is the said. biggest prankster? I mean, it used to be Dustin Colquitt. And now, who pulls the pranks at camp now to keep things loose and light? Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have a prankster, so uh, we'll probably have to um, probably have to find somebody to fill in that that role for us. But uh, yeah, we miss Coke with for sure. <laughs> what is just your level of optimism though that a deal is going to get done? You, I mean, did you sort of set aside a timeline at all that you wanted something done before camp? Uh, no, not really. Um, I think most players would like to, you know, have things, you know, done, you know, before they, you know, get to the season, but. Like I said, man, um, I'm all about ball. I love ball. So, um, you know, it's important for me to kind of stay focused on that and, you know, let other things just handle themselves. First play on seven on seven, they throw deep Tyreek Hill versus you. It felt like football. What's it like to be out there against those guys? I mean, it's great. You know, obviously, uh, it's great work. You know, competing against our offense, uh, going up against Pat, uh, Tyreek. You know, Travis, uh, Miko, um, you know, we're loaded. Uh, so it requires all of us on the back end to, to really strain um, and, and really put the work in. So, um, like I said, we're going against one of the best offenses in the league. And so every day we work with each other, you know, it's only going to make us better in the Ty end. Tyron, <laughs> not, not to belabor the point, but on the subject of your contract, you said a month ago you thought it would get done. Just one, you still, I assume you still feel confident it will get done. And is there a time where it becomes a distraction if you get to the season that, that you know, it does get to where maybe you're, you don't seem frustrated now, but maybe frustration can be uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the most important thing. It's not letting anything become uh, a distraction. The only thing on my mind right now is getting off to a fast start, uh, making plays, and continuing to lead my group. I think anything else takes away from, you know, who I am. Still so confident like, though it'll get done? Yes. Tyler, looks like Mike Hughes is getting an opportunity. Um, new player for you guys. What have you learned about him since he's come to the team? Well, he's been growing, you know, ever since his first day, you know, at OTAs. You could kind of see him growing. Uh, you could see him understanding the scheme, uh, understanding the players that he's working with. So um, it's important for him to continue to kind of take these next couple weeks to continue to get better within the scheme. And I think he has enough talent. You know, I think the guy can play. You know, he's, a, he's athletic. He could catch punts. You know, got great ball skills. So I think most importantly is all about the scheme, him understanding, you know, where he's supposed to be, what he's not supposed to do. And then from there is, is football. You know, see the ball, you know, try to make a play. Tyron, when you see guys like Jerry Speed out there in Lily Gage, their, their maturation process you've seen from them from a football standpoint, how excited are you to see them get out there and really make plays on them? I mean, that's the most important thing. You know, I think a lot of guys come in this league with, with, with great upside, great potential, um, and it kind of it kind of fades away. You know, um, I think the most important thing for young guys is to continue to take that next step. And I think every year you play in this league kind of requires you to take the next step, whether you're a 12-year veteran, you know, a third-year player in this league. Um, you know, so uh, I'm proud of him for the steps he's been taking. Uh, saw him at the practice today, continuing to get some extra work. So, um, you know, he's kind of understanding that he's – you know, one of our better corners, and you know he's going to have to kind of lead that group for sure. Aaron, we spent some time. We spent some time in this tent talking about mental health in, in light of what Simone Miles is going through right now. Have you paid attention to any of that? And could you speak to just the importance of, of you know, mental health? It's extremely important. Um, 
uh, I, I think we all have different influences. Um, you know, some of us, some of our influence, you know, spreads far beyond, you know, the country we live in. So and I think most people don't necessarily understand the pressure. Um, so you, you really, mostly, you pray for those people. You, you pray for the people around them, hoping that they can continue to, you know, get the support that they can get. But, uh, you know, I'm proud of her. You know, I'm proud of Naomi. I'm proud of all these women who are kind of stepping up, uh, taking that initiative to kind of put, you know, that mental health first. I think that that is the most important thing for an athlete. Tyron, you said a minute ago that uh, the only thing on your mind right now is getting off your fast car. That's what you guys have done your first two years. You've won, what, five, six games in a row starting the season. Something you guys do this time of year that you can put your finger on that allows you guys to get off of those quick starts? Well, I think it's really coaching. You know, I think it's our leadership that, that, that we have um, from all our coaches, you know, uh, our coordinators and the position coaches. Uh, I think all of them kind of really strain us. They, they, they stretch us. Um, they require us to put in a lot of work, you know, before we actually get to that first game. And so um, I think all those things pay off, you know, the meetings, uh, coaches being hand on, uh, detailed. Um, I think all those things work well for us. And, you know, I think that really helps us. And we're one of the best conditioned teams, you know, in the league too. So we run around a lot. And I think all those things kind of help us get off to a quick start. You, know, you said before that you, you're a guy who tries to get to know everybody on the team regardless of their position. Just wondering if you've gotten to know Orlando Brown at all and kind of as a teammate or maybe you have a story about that. Uh, I mean, we chop it up for the most part, you know, every day. Um, and I'd probably say, you know, we talk mostly about where he's going to stay at uh, when he when he bought a house out here. So I kind of suggested to him, uh, you know, a couple of areas for him to move into. But I mean, I can't stand next to him for too long. He, he's way bigger than me. So, you know, uh, but it's kind of good to have him around. We'll go three more guys. We'll go Pete, Mick, and then Nate to close it out. Go ahead. You have your shirt, uh, My Job Plus. That, that's a spagism, right? Yes. One, what does that mean if you could describe that? Well, I think it's important for you to kind of take care of your job first and then understand you're playing with 10 other people. So uh, we all kind of have to work off each other, help each other. Um, some of us have to do the dirty work for other guys to make plays and, and vice versa. So um, it's not just about your job, but it's also about kind of helping your teammates too. So uh, that's where the My Job Plus comes in at. You made, a, you made a point to let everybody know that 29 isn't old. I think we'd all agree with that uh, in here. What is the prime, you think, for defensive backs in this league? And where do you where are you physically, athletically at 29 compared to other years? I think most of the guys I've looked up to, they, they've played in this league a long time. You know, Rondé Barber, Deion Sanders, Charles Woodson. Um, so, you know, Champ Bailey, uh, Jonathan Joseph, when I was in Houston, he played 14 years at outside cornerback. That, that's pretty tough to do. So, um, I think for the most part, if you take care of your body, you know, you can play in this league. Tyron, I know you take so much pride in being a leader for the guys, but for yourself, what do you want to get out of this so that you can tell that you're better than where you were a year ago? Well, seeing other guys come along with me. Uh, I don't think it's all about me making all-pro. Um, if I get a couple other guys in my room to, to kind of, you know, be an all-pro or, or, or be a pro bowl or even be a household name where guys want to see them play, you know, every Sunday. Um, I think that's the ultimate goal for me. Um, that's what Patrick Peterson provided for me, um, just that vision, you know, to, 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 to be special, to be great, no matter what people think. Um, you know, so I see that for those guys. I think we have a couple guys in our room that, that can really be all pros. And so, but it's up to those guys to believe in that and uh, put in that work. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Hello, everybody. Hello. So, so much of this offseason is going to be about the chemistry you guys build up front. In what ways do you do that besides just getting reps out of the yard? Are there other ways that you guys can get that chemistry? Yeah, the O-line's a great group. Um, 
you know, we hang out a lot off the field in the locker room, always you know, talking, um, laughing, joking. So they're a great group, um, a lot of great guys. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, being out here, um, you know, it's just kind of an isolated bubble. And it's great to spend all the time with the guys and, you know, just keep building every day. So you're new here, but you're a veteran in this league. When you listen to Trey Smith and watch him, what do you see in him that maybe reminds you of what would be a veteran player? Um, you know, yeah, he's, he's really strong, he's physical, he's smart, um, you know, he studies his playbook uh, really hard and, um, you know, it's, everyone's communicating up there on the O-line and, um, yeah, but he's doing a great job and, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's great to be part of this group. Now, what's it like to see the communication between Reed and Patrick in terms of now that you're doing 11 on 11, you're going to have Pats come on here pretty soon? Yeah, um, you know, OTAs were... We're great to you know get a lot of you know reps in and a lot of time in with the with the offense as a whole and um, you know day one out here it was um, it went well and um, you know I think we're just gonna keep building and um, but they're doing a great job you know Creed also getting his playbook a lot and um, you know Patrick knows you know every you know so much so um, it's, it's it's been great. You know, I know there's a lot of talk about the chemistry of the line coming together and getting reps and I know that's important but this franchise under Andy Reid has always had great success when guys go down and being able to move around. What, 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 and maybe you had that again in New England, so I didn't cover them day to day, right? But what, what, what has made, uh, what, what about how Andy Reid does things makes them so successful at when guys do go down, being able to, to put it all back together? Yeah, you always want to, you know, be able to play multiple positions, um, you know, whether it's center guard, guard tackle, or, um, you know, all three. And, um, you know, I think coaches do a great job. Coach Heck has done a great job of, you know, getting guys, you know, different positions and, um, you know, because like you said, you know, it's football, it's, um, it's a physical game. You never know what's going to happen. And um, just got to have, you know, the next guy ready to go. And I think um, everyone in the O-line room just, just wants to work together, work hard, and, um, you know, just, just do the best they can. And as a follow-up, is it harder, the physical aspect of changing the positions and the different techniques or, or the mental side of digesting and knowing all the different roles? Uh, you know, it's a nice combination of both, I guess. Um, yeah, um, you know, I guess it depends on the guy, but... Like for the communication, the mental, everyone's talking the whole time. Everyone's trying to communicate. Everyone be on the same page. And um, yeah, physically, you know, it is a little different from each position. But I guess it depends on the guy. Joe, what about this heat? I mean, training camp's supposed to be hot, but you know, we have the wonderful 106 degree heat index today. You feel it out there? Uh, yeah, I feel like I can't stop dripping. But you know, it's great. Um, you know, it's I you know didn't realize Missouri got this hot, but it's it's. Um, it's been great, and everyone's just grinding out there. And um, you know, shout out to the training staff, and um, always you know keeping us well hydrated, and um, doing a great job. And um, so yeah, it's, it's been great though. So are there things you can do, or maybe are doing, to sort of speed the process for not only Trey Smith but also Creed as well? Yeah, um, you know, like I said earlier, being in this bubble, kind of being you know um, here on campus, you know, we spend so much time together, always talking, always. Um, you know, bouncing ideas off each other, or you know, explaining, or what, what do you mean by this? Or what, what, you know? So just, just talking to each other, and um, you know, using our collective, you know, brains to try and, you know, totally be on the same page. And um, so it's been, yeah, been going well. You come in with a tremendous resume, but do you still sense as a new football player joining a new team? Do you have to prove yourself a little bit? Yeah, I think always. You know, I mean, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, what a tremendous organization, what a great group of guys, especially. Um, you know, recently the success that we've had and, or, you know, um, yeah, and going to the Super Bowl multiple times. And, um, you know, I always just want to come in here and do my role, you know, be the best I can be and um, to try and, you know, contribute the best, most I can to, to this group. And 
um, you know, just excited to be here, and, and it's been great so far, and you know, couldn't be happier. Joe, you're joining an offense that Denver's like top of the board across the league. Two areas that they were kind of middle of the pack last year was in the red zone and running the football. As an offensive lineman, you know, what's the key to running the football? You know, in those short yardage situations in the red zone. Um, you know, I think uh, everyone's got to be on the same page. You know, in regards to the defense and and the you know blocking scheme, and um, you know, I think it just comes down to execution and you know trying to. You know, play hard for the whistle, and you know there's, um, you know it's only, you know day one of training camp. You know I think um, we're all trying to you know get better each day and, and keep trying to progress, and um, you know it's a process, and yeah. Joe, you mentioned hanging out with uh, all the rest offensive linemen in this bubble type setting, but with Orlando Brown, especially the next year, how you guys just kind of hung out with those conversations been like? Yeah, he's great. Um, you know he's he's a great player, and um, you know like I said, especially being on the left side, playing next to him. Um, always talking about you know just what we're seeing out there, how we, how we're approaching things, and um, Coach X done a great job of you know giving us great coaching points and and uh, you know pointing us in the right direction. And um, so just uh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been great you know playing with them. Anything else? All right, thanks guys, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.